Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello and welcome back to Tech Champagne. I am your host, Lisa Wilcox, and I am really excited about today's episode. We are going to get up close and personal today and talk about some topics that really need to be talked about more often. So I'm very, very excited and thankful to introduce Mariah Brown. Welcome. Thank you. I'm, um, first of all, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet I, you. I have heard great things. And I'm excited to get close and personal and have this conversation. Me too. I, we were connected by um, a mutual friend slash client of ours, who is just such a great connector of people. And Mariah, I do have to tell you, I looked at your website and just, I was telling you a few moments ago before we hit record, the timing of this could not be better, could not be better. So I'm really excited to dig in. So Mariah is a health provider in the online space. She also is a podcaster, the owner of Women's Vibrancy Code, which is a newer podcast, and she helps support women in such a beautiful way. So Mariah, let's, let's dig in. Yeah, sure. Where do we want to start? <laughs> let's start with your, the start to your, uh, your career here in, in medicine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I did my undergrad in marketing and interned and my first job was with Fortune 50. And so I was living in Los Angeles in business suits and stilettos and airplanes. <laughs> and my best friend from high school asked me to be at her birth. Wow. And of course I would be at her birth. And when I was there, all I can say is the stars aligned and I cried. She's known me since I was 12. And I don't know, I'm not a crier generally. She's, and um, I just felt like I was home. And I didn't really know what to do with it or where to place it. And afterwards, when the doctor left the room and the nurse and her mom, she said, come here. She said, when I was in labor, your voice was the only voice that I heard. And your touch was the only touch that I felt. I think this is what you're supposed to do. Wow. And so I became a doula and I started volunteering at UCLA on the weekends and, and it continued to be a calling. And then finally, one day I just decided, and I was actually hiking the Inca trail up to Machu Picchu. And it was on day three of the four day hike. And I just said, I'm doing it. And I got back and I quit my job and I studied for the GREs and then applied for grad school and did a one year around the world trip to go, I don't know, reset. And while I was traveling around the world, I was volunteering with midwives in Ghana. And at that time I was accepted at Yale to do the nurse practitioner training there to become a midwife. Wow. What a journey. Yeah. (laughs) And so it was spectacular and finished up my CNM training in 2007. Mm -hmm. And so since then I've been running the women's health in various clinics, mainly in Hawaii and Oregon, but also headed up some fun international projects in Nicaragua and Haiti. And while living in Hawaii, of course, 
for me, I really believe food is medicine. So although I had my prescriptive authority and my kind of allopathic training, I always wanted to come at it from nutrition and lifestyle. And of course, living in Hawaii, I got to study Hawaiian spirituality and Hawaiian plant medicine. And I taught at the Chinese medicine college on the big island of Hawaii. And inevitably I was teaching them the Western medicine approach to women's health while they were teaching me the Chinese medicine approach. And then the last piece to the story is um, when baby number two was on the way, we moved back to Southern Oregon where I'm originally from. And I was introduced to the Institute of Functional Medicine. And I joined a functional medicine practice of family practice docs, and I got to run the women's health out of the practice. And so for the last seven years, I've been doing my training through IFM. So now it's like this full scope approach to supporting women along their journey of their energy, their hormones, and their libido. And I say, I get to midwife women through chapters of change. So although I'm not necessarily catching babies right now, um, I'm utilizing all of that kind of 22 years of experience working with women in an online space. I love it because then you can support anybody anywhere. Yeah. And that's really the magic of, of being in the online space. And as we were chatting here a few moments ago, we were talking about how, you know, energy hormones and libido is what you focus on. Mm-hmm. And those are three topics that are taboo with women. We're not supposed to talk about them. We're not supposed to be open about them. You know, we're supposed to, you know, have our annual visits connect with an OBGYN when we have babies. And that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's really not a lot of education around hormone fluctuation. There's not a lot of support for libido hormones, energy, how that affects you know, your, your life as a woman, your relationship, your, your sanity, your brain function, like it is so, so huge. So, um, let's talk about that a little bit. Something I I did share with you was I went through early menopause at 31 Mm -hmm. and you asked me a couple questions and at 30, so I'm 40, I'll be 44 here in a week. Very exciting, but it's only been recent in the past, maybe two years that I've had support for hormones because nobody ever offered it to me. Is that something that you find to be super common with women that you work with? Well, I mean, honestly, the first place that I go is wait a minute in your (laughs) thirties, are we sure it was menopause? I mean, okay. So you stopped bleeding. Of course I have curiosity to learn more about what was going on with your thyroid well-being, what was going on with your adrenals, where was your body fat percent? And, um, so regarding supporting women with their hormones, Yes, it's, it's not common. It's not common enough. There's two things. Number one is women have lots of symptoms that they think are common, but they're actually not normal. And they often go into their provider trying to say these X, Y, Z things feel like they're not normal to me. I'm not liking this. And more often than not, a provider will order some blood work, Mm -hmm. which generally doesn't actually show you anything that is relevant in the context of hormones. And then the provider will say either everything looks normal or here's your medication. Here's some hormones. Here's an antidepressant. Mm -hmm. Maybe here's some bioidentical hormones if it's a little bit more progressive. And um, uh, the women that come into my space go, well, wait a minute. I'm going to be in a place of self-advocacy. I don't want to feel tired. I don't want to experience brain fog. I don't want to have the bloating. I don't want to have the menstrual irregularity. I don't want to have the decrease in my libido. 
I don't want to feel anxious and tired. And I don't want to have the disruption in my sleep, whatever it is for them. I don't want to feel cold all the time. I don't want my weight to feel like it's a, um, a no win scenario. And they're tired of being told either it's normal or here's your medication. Mm -hmm. And so then they come to me and we get to get in there and really look under the hood and say, all right, let's find some solutions using a functional medicine lens and a methodology with a multidisciplinary team. So to make a, that's a long answer to, it's common for women to grin and bear it Mm -hmm. and white knuckle it and go about it alone. It's common for women to continue to take care of everybody else first and work and um, neglect their own well-being until they can't neglect it anymore. And Mm -hmm. then it's a bit of a train wreck. So there's a little bit more cleanup to do. Um, But I've got those women covered too. (laughs) (laughs) So with your program, I know you you have a a workshop coming up that I'm really excited to share. Yeah. Um, but how is it different working with you as opposed to the scenario that you've, you've just described? Right. There's a lot that's different. Um, I think I'm going to toot my own horn a little bit. Okay. Please do. Please do. <laughs> so I think women really need to feel heard. Mm-hmm. And often they go into scenarios where they're not fully heard. I think women need to be held in a safe container where they can realize that they're not alone. And so one of the reasons I moved out of kind of the brick and mortar, seeing women in the, in the clinic space was two things. One is I was tired of just giving them a fish. I wanted to teach them to fish. Mm -hmm. And two is I wanted to create a container of a community where women could be together and speak the things out loud that they maybe haven't spoken out loud. And to be met with, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one. And so that's very different than going in and seeing your provider, your naturopath, your acupuncturist, your OB, whatever it may be. It's not just one-on-one, although they do get that personalized one-on-one time with both me as well as the functional dietitian and the trauma release specialist. It's this really comprehensive space, Mm -hmm. but then they also get self-paced Um, well, this is within the flagship program, but when I'm talking about when they really come into my infrastructure, there's also self-placed, self-paced education. So now they're learning to fish. Mm -hmm. So if five years down the road, 10 years down the road, they're in a similar scenario, they're equipped with resources to go, ah, I kind of understand what's going on foundationally and what to do with this. Mm -hmm. Um, And because it's online, you know, I have a lot of women say, you know, I can't get in to see my provider for weeks, sometimes months, and it's so short. And then what, but to be able to feel held in a comprehensive space where we're going to go into not just hormones, but hormones are important and all the physiological pieces under the hormones, the gut health, the adrenal health, the thyroid health, the liver health, all of it, but also our mindset and our energy, and our sensuality, and our sexuality. And the women that come into my space are very driven, ambitious women. Many of them are entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So they get to take that and pour it into whatever work that they're doing and pour it into their philanthropy, philanthropy, and pour it into the children that they're, they're serving, whatever it may be. Um, 
in a really, really powerful and potent way. I love that. It, it sounds so, uh, you know, multi-level. It sounds very supportive. It sounds, you know, like a community that we really are lacking in right now. Yeah. You know, I, I know how alone I have felt. So I was just going to say, so no, first it's now been <laughs> 13 years for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason that I got support was because um, you mentioned sleep disruption which I attributed to COVID stress, which, you know, you know, quarantine and all the things we've gone through that are very stressful and not natural. So I was like, Oh, that's why I'm not sleeping, but that's actually not correct. But I just kind of went along with it because none of my doctors ever suggested, you know, let's, let's take a look at the hormones and other things that are happening in your body. Yeah. Nobody ever said that. Well, yes. And COVID is part of the problem Yeah, because it's the stress. (laughs) And the adrenal fatigue that that have um, been put on our bodies in the context of COVID, mm-hmm. because what happens is as your ovaries start to slow down, it's generally the adrenals that take over the brunt of that. Oh, interesting. So when we're under high stress and somebody comes knock, knock, knock on the adrenals and the adrenals like, sorry, I'm too tired. I don't have anything left. Mm-hmm. Then women's. Um, symptoms are more pronounced. So specifically when you um, were having sleep disturbances, was it often like that one to 4am wake up where you wake up kind of like um, (laughs) your mind's racing, but your body feels exhausted? Yes. Yes. So that's your adrenals. I love you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Great. And so it's likely your estrogen level has been going down gradually over the last 13 years, but how fascinating I bet you, if we had time together, we would actually find other things, other signs mm-hmm. that um, were kind of just waving little tiny flags saying, Alisa, yeah. there's, here's this <laughs> little sign that's happening and, and Hey, check, pay attention to me. But so often we're just like, go, go, go white knuckle it. We're building businesses. We're serving yes. greatly. Yes. We're taking care of our children and our family members and our communities. And we forget to Mm -hmm. actually look in the mirror and say, how, Hey, Lisa, how are you feeling? What else were you experiencing? What else did you, made you decide to finally say, okay, I need some help. You know, the insomnia was, you know, it was affecting my ability to work, which affects my ability to support myself and leave the, and lead the life that I love. You know, I live here in Santa Barbara and I was, I was just deteriorating rapidly because I wasn't sleeping, which was then affecting my my relationship and my, you know, my ability to support my clients and, Mm -hmm. and robbing me of joy every single day. You know, when you, when you have these gaps, as you know, (laughs) I know I'm I'm preaching to the choir here, but you know, you have these weird gaps in sleep. So then you spend the entire next day trying to catch up on sleep. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm going to have a client at 11 and then at 1230, I'm going to try to take a nap until three (laughs) and then then your day is shot because you've slept three hours in the middle of the day. only to do it again the next night and the night after that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And not to mention that sleep deprivation. I just actually recorded a podcast on this, but, um, that sleep deprivation leaves you dehydrated. Mm -hmm. Your testosterone isn't produced because most of the testosterone is produced during REM sleep. So now our libido is affected. Our ability to put on muscle mass is affected. Our confidence is affected. Yeah. Our clarity of thought goes down. And the other fascinating thing is when we're not getting that quality REM sleep, the 
filing system gets thrown off. So generally when you have a good night's sleep, there's a filing system of, okay, that emotional memory, that intellectual memory, that gets stored over here and that gets filed over here. So then down the road, when it's time to access it, it's easily accessible. Mm. And when we don't get that quality sleep, the um, memories and the learnings don't get filed away well. So now it exacerbates the brain fog. And so then we overdo it on caffeine often. Yeah. Or we take those naps and there's a hormone called adenosine and adenosine is like, we want it to kind of build up. It creates this feeling of sleep pressure so that when it's time to sleep, we do. And so then we nap and it takes the adenosine, the sleep pressure down. So now it exacerbates not sleeping well the next night. It's this whole self-fulfilling cycle. So I'm Ah. glad you're getting some help. Hopefully they did not order your hormones via blood and hopefully they didn't just prescribe you some hormones. Oh, they did. <laughs> they did. And they did. So, okay. <laughs> but here's the thing. So they, they prescribed some supplements. Okay. Um, did a full blood panel. Okay. And thyroid is healthy. I'm sure there's more testing that can be done. Um, only did blood and did prescribe hormones, which I'm not taking. Cause I am somebody who really likes to dig into fully understanding the larger picture before I just start popping pills that are given to me Yes, by somebody who didn't even have a conversation with me about the last, you know, three to five years of my life. It's like, yes. Oh, well, here's what's happening right now with your blood here. Take all of these things and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I'm so. so glad we're having this conversation right now. Me too. Me too. Because- and I know there's people like me that are listening that are mm-hmm. struggling. Yes. Yes. And, um, it's sad how long we'll allow ourselves to struggle. Mm-hmm. And if it's a loved one or a child, we'll go raving, waving our flag and, and really, or if it's our work or if it's our house, we're quick to take care of it. But for some reason, um, it's something that I'm wanting to change. I want women to, I always say no permission needed. We get to prioritize ourselves. And we deserve to feel absolutely vibrant. So what I can tell you is in regard to hormone testing from a functional medicine lens, I think the best test on the marketplace is called the Dutch test. It's a dried urine total um, comprehensive hormone. And so all the women that if I invite a woman into my space to work with me, so the, the vibrant life workshop is totally free, anyone and everyone. And it's just my chance to pour into the masses. We're going to do a deep dive to give you a roadmap into your energy, your hormones, libido, get you some answers. Mm-hmm. For some women, if they choose to apply to come into the flagship program to really get into the women's vibrancy code method, then I cover the cost of some of those functional tests. So the Dutch being one of them, and then we can really look quantifiably at what's going on with your hormones, as well as what your body is doing with the hormones, how they're being metabolized, how your body is detoxifying. And what's really going on with your adrenals over a 24 hour time period. Um, And I think that that's a much better, listen for 10 years, because when I was at Yale, that's what I was taught. You, you order these tests through blood and you give them a prescription. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And for any woman who's listening, that was one of my patients in those first 10 years, I'm sorry. (laughs) I was doing my best. That's what you had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, but there's much better options out there to really look under the hood and get some quantifiable answers. 
and I'm not opposed to prescriptions, mm-hmm. but I utilize them very, very rarely. There's a lot that we can do with diet, supplementation, mindset, energy work, trauma release. It's all relevant. And so we can talk about in your early thirties, was your body under high stress? Was there a moment of it almost being too much for your physiology to handle? Divorce. Divorce. Yeah. 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 It coincided. Um, exactly. That's a lot for your body to handle. Yeah. And so our body is really good at, at protecting itself. Mm-hmm and doing our best to feel safe. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so in your scenario, there's something called an HPA axis. Mm -hmm. That's your hypothalamus, your pituitary and your adrenals. And somehow it just said enough is enough. I'm going to shut off this part in self-preservation. That is so interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we're having this conversation. <laughs> no and idea. I'm 44 as well. I turned 45 in June. Awesome. And so, you know, I'm not perfect. There's definitely nights where I'll wake up with a really amazing idea. I love working. I love my business. That excites me so often, uh, like between three and three 30, <laughs> I'll have that amazing idea, wake up. And then I get to also look at how did I care for myself over the last 24 hours? Yes because your blood sugar stabilization for the 24 hours leading up is significant. Mm -hmm. Your eyes exposure to blue light Mm -hmm. is significant. And often we end up working in the evening hours. I don't know about you. Sometimes I'm guilty of it. Or scrolling on on Instagram before bed. Yeah. Big problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's all relevant. It's all important. So, okay. Sleep deprivation. And then that, then I'm assuming impacting Patience, um, dehydration, moments of feeling toxic, brain fog. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes to all of it. Um, definitely the insomnia, definitely the brain fog. Mm-hmm. Um, emotional instability, mm-hmm. <laughs> mood swings, yep. um, weight gain. Weight gain. Doctor yep. said it's COVID, people are inactive. That's all it is. And I was like, Mm -hmm. that's not good enough for me. That answer is not good enough for me. I mean, yes, there was a decrease in activity. Of course, everything was shut down. My gym shut down. Everything, you know, was shut down, but there's, there could have been more questions. I was expecting more questions, but it's like, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So you're going to experts, you know, expecting support and, you know, what I was given during that time was, Uh, Oh, it's COVID here. Take some of these. Bye. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. And that's the big piece Mm -hmm. for some women. They might say that's enough or that's enough for now. Right. But in your scenario or for women that are listening that are left kind of like, wait, that's not really enough. Mm -hmm. I, I want more. Exactly. I, um, I want to understand. I want more answers. I want more questions. I want to feel seen. I think it's really important that we stand in our power of Mm self-advocacy and continue to search out either go back knocking on that same door and say, excuse me, this isn't enough for me. 
or yeah. go find somebody else. Yeah, totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. Now you've mentioned a couple of times, uh, dietary support. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like in a typical, um, I don't want to say patient client. What's the terminology yeah. for? Yeah. I client is fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, good question. I'm not, you're not going to hear any one way from me. So you're never going to hear me say paleo or keto, or, you know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of crazes. I think that each woman is unique. There's some general framework to an anti-inflammatory diet, such as lots of produce. And, um, I'm a big fan of women starting their day with adaptogen elixirs and getting in the quality adaptogens. I think for a woman in her forties or specifically in your scenario, your blood sugar stabilization is, is really important at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to, I want to take a note before I forget, cause I want to answer your question, but there's an, also an, another big piece that I want to bring up. Um, I think, I think that meat has value. Um, if a woman comes into my space and it's really important that they're vegan, I can work around that, Mm -hmm. but I actually am an advocate of getting quality protein in and particularly if it's hormone free and, um, and giving a personalized supplement approach. That's not just here. Everybody needs to take these. Uh, You're never going to hear me recommend a multivitamin. Mm -hmm but we get to really get in there and say, well, what flavors do you like? And it's not just me. If, if the woman's working with me, there's also the functional dietitian. So she's working with both of us and her name's Katie and Katie and I are perpetually in conversation, supporting the women in the space. And we're coming up with a plan. Some women love to eat out. Some women don't, some women have children, some women have lots of food aversions, whatever that is, we get to work around that. And if you have high inflammation, I might start out by saying, listen, I want you to take out all your gluten and your dairy and your sugar and your alcohol and your caffeine. And women go, ah, too much. (laughs) And we get to go, okay, what feels reasonable for now? Mm -hmm. And can we do a reset for a bit of time and then reintegrate and allow you to pay attention to, does this change how I feel? I'll tell you when it comes to adrenal well-being, it takes time for your adrenals to recover like in your scenario, it's really, you'd have to see it as like a nine to 12 month journey. Okay. That's not necessarily a quick one. Yeah. The other piece that I wanted to say outside, well, first, did I answer your question about nutrition? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the, um, regarding um, moodiness or uh, emotional fierceness, irritability, <laughs> I don't want to take that away. Okay. I think that feelings are meant to be felt. Yes. Agreed. Totally agree with you. Particularly for women. We are dynamic, um, juicy, chaotic, ever-changing beings, right? So we're not supposed to feel the same on our ovulating day as we are on the first day that we blade or in your scenario, if you're not ovulating, you still have a 28 day cycle. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to feel the same way on a full moon as you do on a new moon. We get to feel different. We get to have different levels of creativity, different levels of desire, different desires to socialize, not socialize. Like we get that. Mm -hmm. And um, when women come into my space, my focus is, can we just get the pendulum? So it's not swinging so far. Mm -hmm. Let's allow the pendulum to swing. Let's be on a mild ride rather than an upside down roller coaster. 
And specifically in the, the chapter of our 40s, that's a time when the estrogen is changing. A lot is changing. And it's a time where we become a little bit more fierce. Mm-hmm. We become a lot more unapologetic, more single-minded, and we stand in our power. And so sometimes that shows as a, bitch, a little bit more bitchiness and irritability. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. We get to check it at the door if it's affecting our relationships yeah. or getting in the way of work. Right. And so I think some self-acceptance also goes a long way along the journey of that piece. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think for me, it was just a matter of, um, I mean, I agree with you totally that women should feel all the feelings and be able to express them without being labeled or, you know, not accepted. But I think for me, it was becoming a bit disruptive. Yeah. And I, you know, who you are and you know, what's, I don't like the term normal, but you know, what's more common for you and your, your moods and your body and you know, the way that you feel. And so I knew for me that just wasn't, I didn't feel like myself. Yeah. And that was a really big, it was a really big struggle for me, you know, not sleeping, gaining weight, having moods, uh, substantial mood swings. It's yeah. not, I didn't even recognize myself in the mirror anymore. Mm-hmm. And that did not feel good. And that's really yeah. probably the, you asked me earlier, what was it in addition to the you know sleep deprivation? It's probably a big picture where I, I just thought, who, who is this person? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't feel, I don't know her. She's yeah. not me. Yeah. And that was really tough. You would be blown away at how often I hear that exact thing. Mm-hmm. It's the woman who comes into my space. She is in a place of self-advocacy. She's feeling like her needs aren't being met. She's hungry for more. And she often, these it's those exact words, and you'll see it in my branding, my marketing, because I'm regurgitating the words that I hear from women mm-hmm. is I look in the mirror and I don't recognize who I see. And I look at my life and this isn't necessarily the life that I thought I would be living at this point in my life. And so we get to get in there and bring the lioness alive so that women once again, feel turned on by their life, their lover and themselves. Oh, I love that. So sometimes that's just, I just need some quality sleep. Yeah. Oh yeah. I need to feel not so exhausted during the day. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And I really, um, I think I struggled with sharing this mainly because most of my friends have little ones at home. I don't have little ones. However, I, and I would joke about this. Like, you know, I didn't sleep. I would cancel lunches, dinners, get togethers with all my girlfriends. I don't get to see super often because they're at home with their little ones. And I would say, I didn't sleep. I know this is nothing compared to what you are going through. So I would minimize it for myself, even though the impact is still significant, but I would think that I didn't have permission to talk about it because I don't have little kids. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, for some reason amongst women, I wish it were different, but there's, there's a bit of a competitive, um, Mm-hmm. mean streak. Yes. Where, you know, I've, I remember when I was doing my last rotation, I was at Yale and I set up my last rotation on the big Island of Hawaii. And there I was in Hawaii mm-hmm. working as a midwife. And I met my husband, he proposed on our first date and oh. I just knew, and that was January of 07. And it was just like, this is amazing. And I'll never forget. One of my girlfriends pretty much said, will you stop 
you're celebrating so much. It makes, it makes other people feel bad. Oh no. And it's, it really has sat with me for a long time that either we minimize um, our complaints if we feel like they're not valid in the context of someone else's. And also I think sometimes women will minimize their triumphs or their celebration. Yes, absolutely. I see that in my clients all the time, every day. Yeah. So let's create a container. And that's why I say my space is invite only Mm -hmm. because I have no tolerance. We're going to come into this space where we get to support one another. We get to speak out loud, whatever it is that we're struggling with. And we also get to celebrate. We get to celebrate all of it. I feel like it's important. So I'm sorry you felt that way. And I'm sorry that you didn't allow yourself to say like, this is painful for me. I'm tired Mm -hmm. because it was your reality. Absolutely. And I think after a while I did get into that space, but it certainly wasn't my first reaction. Mm-hmm. My first reaction was to almost apologize for it, you know, because I don't have kids. It's, it's, I don't know where that comes from. I think just like you're saying, it's common with, with women to not support each other. And so I thought, you know, I, I can just see my friends through the phone with little kids running around. They haven't slept in months and they're rolling their eyes because I didn't sleep one night or whatever that might look like, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I think that was something that I was feeling, um, yeah. And it, it, it makes it so much more difficult. Mm-hmm. And really if, if they diminish or downgrade your pain, it's really just because they're struggling. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I want to say that there's a platform where we're allowed to struggle with one another and support one another and speak out loud. What's hard. Mm-hmm. And for each of us, it's different. I mean, women come into my space for all different reasons. They're struggling in their relationships. They're struggling with their weight. They're struggling, trying to get pregnant, being single moms, being after menopause, never never having children at all. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been women that have come into my space that have never had orgasms. (laughs) You know, like we're getting into all of it. And... um, we get to slowly take the layers of the onion away. And so I feel like the physiology is important and the mindset is important and the community is important and the trauma release is important and feeling seen and feeling heard. Mm -hmm. Um, It's all important because what I know is you're the asset to your life. And so you're important and you get to feel spectacular. Yes. And if you're not getting the answers, you know, to try another route. And and it's also our responsibility, right? I think it's, I think sometimes people depend on other people for their happiness or their health or, you know, their, their self-worth when really it's our responsibility to take action and find resources and, you know, do the homework, do all the work, do the work, do the therapy, do the, you know, if it's blood work supplements, you got to do it for yourself. And yes, absolutely. And, um, a lot of us are living very, very busy, productive lives. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of women out there that are just saying, I don't even have the time. I don't have the energy. Just tell me what to do. I'll take steps. Just tell me what to do. I don't have time to watch a bunch of modules. I don't have time to attend a full workshop. I just want someone to get me streamlined the right tests 
and get me a personalized approach and just tell me what to do and I'll take the steps. And then once they have the more energy or they're sleeping better, now they can have, they can expand the capacity to say, okay, the lights just got turned on. It's a little (laughs) bit brighter. What's next? Now I've got a little bit more energy to take on the next piece and to, to, to address it systematically bit by bit. And that's why you're here. And that's why I'm here. That's why I get to do what I do. Yeah. And thanks for bringing me and thanks for sharing. I know that's not always the easiest to be that vulnerable out in the, out in the, wherever this is going world. <laughs> out in the world. Yeah. And, and I, I really hope that, you know, I post on my Instagram once in a while, things that I want to normalize and infertility is always on there. Talking about women's health is always on there. Um, you know, just women's empowerment kind of on all levels, And this is a way to empower yourself. And I really want to talk about um, your workshop so that people can have a clear invitation to working with you starting on the 7th of March, which is coming up quickly. We're recording here on February 28th, but this episode will be live on the next day or two. So there'll be plenty of time for people to get signed up. So tell us about the vibrant life workshop. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully, excuse you, the kids. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard any sounds in the background. Those are my children. Um, Okay. Vibrant life workshop is a five day deep dive. It's free. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it starts on Monday. If you're listening to this podcast after Monday, don't worry, just you can still register and I'll, I'm sure I'll do another one. And the beauty of the vibrant life workshop is we're just going to get in there. It will be one hour a day either live or recorded, you'll have access to the recordings for nine days. And we just get to throw a little dynamite in and support your roadmap to feeling more energized, to getting some real solutions to your hormonal well-being. Once again, from the context of nutrition, supplementation, the right testing, a little bit around mindset, a little bit around the functional medicine approach. Uh, The third day is a deep dive into our libido so that we can feel turned on by our life, our lover and ourselves, which is a whole big conversation. And then we get into our connection, our feeling connected to ourselves so that we can look in the mirror and recognize who we see. Because when that happens, it creates more richness in our connection with our friends and our work and our future. Mm -hmm. And there'll be, um, so within my flagship space, I have a multidisciplinary team, right? So some of the master coaches will be coming onto this workshop. You'll get to meet the team dietitian, the team mindset coach, and the team trauma release specialist and learn a little bit about the work that they do. And there'll be some women just sharing their testimonials, a little bit about what their experience has been, both from the Vibrant Life Workshop, as well as working inside the container. And you'll get concierge support. So anyone who registers gets personalized concierge support um, in the DMs, in the text, in email, whatever you prefer. And there'll be a person that you can exchange, talk to, meet on Zoom, talk on the phone, text, and be able to say, here are my specific questions. Here's why I'm here. Here's what I'm longing for. And because it's live, that's all relayed to me and I can answer those questions real time. And then in the workshop, there's also a live Q&A session where you can hop on and get some personalized um, support. Awesome. That's a big deal. I'm signing up. I am very excited. Would love to have you. I'm I'm very excited. I'll put it on my social media as well. And of course we will link it in the show notes so that everybody can get 
uh, signed up for the workshop. It sounds like mm-hmm. a lovely five days and I'm mm-hmm. excited to dig in and meet your team and, you know, get to see firsthand the work that you do and the people that you support. Yeah, I'm excited to support your journey personally. And for those of you that register, make sure when it says who referred you, just put Elisa's name, Elisa Wilcox, or the podcast Tech Champagne. Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. So whatever, <laughs> just put some some of that in there so that way we know where you came from. Generally, if it's something like this, I like to give Elisa's community a little bit of extra love and care. And so I'll make sure concierge support knows that for those of you coming into this space that you deserve that little bit of extra attention and I'm happy to offer it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Oh, Mariah, I'm so thankful for this conversation, for this connection. And, you know, I, I see a lot of um, good coming from this immediately and down the road and for the long term. So Absolutely. I'm excited to have you in my world and to share you with yeah. my networks and mm-hmm. We will also keep a lookout for your podcast, the women's vibrancy code. So I will link to that in the show notes as well. Great. Maybe I'll come on the podcast again and we'll be doing an interview about how your life transformed. Yes. Coming into the women's vibrancy <laughs> code, working with me and we can come back and share the, this will be the before and then yes. we'll come back and we'll do the after. <laughs> 100%. I, I love that. I said yes before you even finished your sentence. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in. Yes, I am in. And Let's I think a lot of people listening will probably feel that way too, because it's just, oh, it's just such a space that needs a lot of love and care and mm-hmm. you have it. And it's waiting for women just to sign up and be, you know, in your space. So I'm really excited for this workshop. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to serve you as well as your community. Thank women you. deserve to feel vibrant. Yes. Like totally spectacular, vibrant and no permission needed. None. None. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Mariah, for being here today. I have so loved this conversation. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you to everybody listening. And we will see you next week on Tech Champagne. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.